This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Lost Light Season 3, The Kendrick Lamar Discography. Good Kid, Mad City, uh, 2012, Kendrick Lamar's, what, what, he called it a short film, right? Um, yeah. I'm Caleb, by the way. I'm Jim, and that's Caleb. Caleb's yep. doing a, 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 I was trying to change it. I was trying oh, something different. <laughs> un, unprovoked. That's tried right. something different, and threw you for a loop. No, you got to introduce yourself. This is this two man show. Yeah, I mean, nope to Jim. When we when we say anything to get out ahead of, if you're gonna throw the <laughs> the opening off, I mean, just a note, a little note. Whatever. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, uh, good kid, Mad City. I, I guess short film is that how it's been described by people? That, it's written on the uh, album. The album art. It's written on there. Short film by oh. Kendrick Lamar. Um, before we get that, get there, Caleb, um, I'm, I'm going to throw you another curveball here. Uh, okay. man, man to man. Uh, can I pull this mustache off? Uh-huh. Does this, I know this is not good podcast material, but like it's, it's long enough. I can even sort of do like a little, is that like too, is that too gross? If if you curl it up on the side. Okay, so I feel like the last time I saw you, you had the mustache, but you didn't have the the goatee so much. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked phenomenal. I, I think I complimented you on on how I, I I do think you can pull that off. Okay. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely like quirky. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, but I thought you looked ba. I'm, I'm gonna okay. say it. You're, you're gonna you can edit it out. You, I thought you looked bad the other day when we recorded. Huh? Is that like with the with the with the turn up on the end, sort of the, or or just more just uh, the general bushiness of it going on? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, what you've got going on right now mm-hmm. for all the listeners, mm-hmm. it's not so much a curl right now. It's just kind of like a handlebar, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if handlebar is the right term, but I, you you know what you have on your face right now, Jim. And, uh, <laughs> Any more curly, and I think you would be getting into some goofy area. <laughs> yeah, what's happening right now is not, it's not full, like, uh, bad bad guy in a 1920s uh, tie a woman to a railroad track situation, but it's, 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 it extends a little bit out for, for each side from the normal mustache area. Yeah. You like a, like an oil baron from mm. the... Yeah, whenever oil barons were. Well, thank thank you. I I couldn't trust anybody else because you know. Well, when you put me live to tape, I mean <laughs> to the the world on the spot. Um, yeah, but I, no, I, I compliment. That was the first thing I said to you the other night when we when we recorded. Well, well, thank you. Um, so, not going to get rid of it then. It's just leftover from uh, winter, obviously. Uh, <laughs> the remnants, having- the remnants of winter. Remnants of winter. I didn't know how long I wanted to keep it out, but we'll we'll see. Is it is is winter over for you guys up there? Uh, the snow has melted. Um, okay. It's not. I wouldn't even. I guess technically the season is done because now it's just rainy and but the the grass is green. So we have turned the heater off, but 
Uh, we're wearing sweatshirts inside because it's still cold. Awesome. It's been beautiful down here. Yeah. Yeah, just f- actual Florida beautiful. Yeah, not not too hot. I mean, I went out and took my break at work and, and took a little nap in my car with the windows down. Oh. Breeze, nice, nice breeze going today. Oh, windows. Man, I had... The windows down weather is perfect weather. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Driving, driving with, with the windows down. Ugh. I love it. I, I love it. I love driving with the windows down at nighttime mm. for some, I mean, I, I love it during the daytime too, but at nighttime when it's just a little cool, just mm-hmm, enough to mm-hmm. kind of like be a little nippy, keep you awake. Oh, yes. Are we starting a driving podcast? <laughs> Different ways you can drive. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like there'd be a whole lot of content there, but oh yeah. I had the perfect segue from that to straight to Kendrick, but I would have just said. Speaking of what you can listen to on your drive, mm-hmm. we'd have went right into Kendrick. So maybe you can loop that around. Just figure figure that out. But well, yeah, we'll. Uh, I mean, we'll figure something out when we. The get interns there. can can help. Yeah. <laughs> Sure so, besides the mustache and the, and mm-hmm. the, the snow falling, thawing, what have you been up to? Um, so I've, I've I've started a a little bit of a ritual, which is Sundays. Uh, my wife goes off to uh, her Turkish class. She's learning to speak Turkish. Um, I got the house to myself uh, for most of the day, oh. and. I will turn on the Pluto channel for Impact Wrestling. Okay. Um, so it is it's just a weird mishmash of anything that Impact owns that they want to play. So all the way back to TNA stuff, uh, all the way up to their most recent pay-per-view. Uh, usually promoting whatever their most recent pay-per-view is. Uh, so so this afternoon, I got to watch uh, Christian Cage defend mm. the title against Kurt Angle. Mm. Mm. Talk to me, Goose. Kurt Angle did not uh, snatch the the belt. Samoa Joe was the uh, the protector, the enforcer outside. I guess what was... was- Tyson Tomko involved. Oh, you know he was. What about Scott Steiner? Was Scott Steiner involved, or was this later? Scott Scott Steiner was not involved in this particular match, uh, but he was involved in other other matches. Yeah, that was that's some. I mean, I'm, that's some peak Christian Christian mm-hmm. Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I mean, finish your drink right now. But yeah, you know what I feel <laughs> about Kurt Angle. Uh, that's what I was waiting. That was going to be my, my first question to you was, have you run across any angle was a crazy man in, in TNA. Like apparently, apparently Kurt angle, like, um, I mean, dude, bro, dudes broke his neck like umpteen times, Yeah, but apparently, you know, he got real like strung out on painkillers mm-hmm. there towards the end of WWE. And like, he was doing some crazy <laughs> in TNA. Like I'd, I'll have to send you a clip of, but it's called like, and it's called perk angle. Like that when, like, like Percocet and Kurt Angle mix, but um, it's because he's just he was just a wild man. He was doing like crazy moon salts and like stage mm-hmm. dives and just like 
something a man shouldn't be doing at his age and like how many injuries he'd had. Yeah, it was, I I had to go look it up on Wikipedia because I, the TNA era, totally outside of anything that I, I was interested in. Um, and yeah, the Wikipedia basically said that in interviews, Kurt had said that he, he wanted to be the guy to put TNA over. And so he worked his butt off to make that happen. Yeah. Um, I've, I've watched not, not a bunch of TNA either. I watched some stuff from before Kurt, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, I watched almost all, like at least all of the, any, any list that was any list that I could find that had (laughs) a list of matches from his TNA run. I watched it. Um, he had some great stuff with Samoa Joe and stuff when he, when he first started and, uh, TNA just, it turned into like Hogan and stuff like Hogan and Bischoff and just like a WCW, like 2.0 and, yeah, that's what the the article that I read basically said that um yeah, Kurt Angle uh was doing it. He was putting it he it was making he was making single-handedly making TNA be a competitor. And then the WCW stuff uh just bled into it and then it just yeah, removed any of the the positive impact that Kurt was having. He, he had like, if you, if you look up Kurt's best TNA matches, there'll be, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see like a Christian Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. but he was having banger matches with nobodies, man. Um, Mr. Anderson or Mr. Kennedy. It, he was, he went by one of them in WWE, but he, he like got drummed out of WWE and had like one of Kurt Angle's best matches ever, uh, against this guy. Mm. And, and another guy who was, I don't want to say he's a nobody, but I think he was like a ring of honor guy. Desmond Wolf. I don't know if he was a, he's, it's a great match, but I, I don't know anything about this cat. Um, I don't okay. know if he was a different name or, or what he doesn't, he's not anybody I recognize, but Oh, I'm so glad that was another curveball you've hit me with. And I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> they're, they're doing a, a river city wrestling con. I need to check the dates again, but oh. uh, he's, he's supposed to be here. Mr. Mr. Angle. Uh, I think uh, I think Daniel Bryan is supposed to or Bryan Danielson is supposed to be there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some others, but yeah, I, I would like to go and get something signed from from Kurt. He's the best. Have you been to any of these wrestling conventions? Never once. Okay, because I, you know me, I go I go in for the wrestling matches that are not with superstars. And I saw that there is basically just going to be an ongoing background, like just matches all the time. That's what it says. It says there would be live matches, you know, and stuff. But and that would that would be the sort of stuff that that I would really like. Where it's just like, yep, these these are the matches for the people who are just there. Uh, they're not in a story. They're going to be the people who are not top tier talent. Uh, maybe people who are just screwing around, probably a cosplay match in there. Um, I'd, I'd really love to see some of that convention, weird convention wrestling and just see what goes down. 
I mean, I, I would think it being here in Jacksonville, I think AEW mm-hmm. would have a pretty good presence. This is the, this is their home. Yeah, know. yeah, and that's why I think that the Florida, because yeah, it's where everybody goes. All your people who are trying to get into NXT. Every, yeah, and, and every wrestler that's ever lived lives somewhere in Florida, whether it's right. Tampa or Orlando. So it seems seems like it would be a good good situation. Do you know when this when is this thing? I, I yeah, I just sent you the link. Um, <laughs> we want to peek behind the curtain, but uh, yes, I can tell you. Stand, uh, June tenth and eleventh. June tenth and eleventh. Okay. The Jacksonville Fairgrounds. All right. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can work something out. I've got I've got a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh look at so Brian Danielson, Soraya, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam. Okay. Those are the featured yeah, there's I guess there's others. But those are confirmed featured. All right. Is, are you on is Jacksonville on a river? Yeah, it's the river city. Um <laughs> The St. John's River runs right through Jacksonville, and I'm I'm sure. I'm, okay. St. John's River isn't isn't a I don't think it's a especially big river, but it it is one of the only ones that flow, um, south to north. The opposite way of, mo- of most wherever most other ones flow. Okay. So there you go. Now you know. There I go. Now I go. Now I know. You've you've given me the Boston tour. I would have to give you, I guess, the, the Jacksonville tour. Yeah, I, I I don't even know what there is. What what a June! I mean, you're getting into the hot months. What a June Jacksonville! Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, you, you're gonna find out. <laughs> you're gonna learn. I mean, uh, but, but uh, enough about me, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to? I've, I've been chilling. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't been up to much. I've been. I, f- I fell in love with a video game, uh, MLB The Show. Okay. Twenty twenty three. They have a road to the show where basically you create a player. I have Caleb. Uh, I, have, I have a guy. Um, <laughs> and anyways, they, after they, yourself. Yeah. Uh, and he, he's. Um, you start in the minor leagues and you try to work your way up and get called up to the big show so far after one season, I did not mm-hmm. get called up, but I'm just starting my second season. Had a rough, mm-hmm. rough opening game, but started went two for five in the last game. Okay. <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah. I've, I've lost a lot of time to that. Um, <laughs> as far as nor- normal stuff show, I want to talk about called top boy. You ever heard of this? I've, yeah. I have, I, I think have you heard have. of this phenomenal. Phenomenal show, uh, British crime. Uh, think The Wire, but in Britain, mm-hmm. oh, man, so good. And I think we've said this before, but just the British television format of four to eight episode seasons, mm. so good. Like I mean, Sherlock mm. and like Luther, some show, shows that I loved, but like th- yes. they would have like three episode seasons or two. But they would be like an hour and a half long episodes, you know, but like, yes, please. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there was a couple, couple four episode seasons and then the newest couple were 10 episodes. But even that, mm-hmm. that's, that's like the perfect, that like the biggest number 10 is, is yeah. anything more than that. But 
yeah, great show. I mean, actors, they're apparently most of them are musicians. I'm, I'm not a big fan of, uh, or not fan, but I've never tried, uh, like rap from, from Britain drill Okay, I think is a big, um, but yeah, apparently like most of them are rappers, but great, man. What <laughs> platform is this on? Netflix. Okay. Netflix. It's a little confusing because it like it was a show for two seasons mm-hmm. in like 2013 or, or whatever. It got canceled after two seasons, and then it got brought back just like a couple years ago. And they've had two seasons, and a third will be coming out this year or next year. So it, it went off the air for like six years or whatever. Okay. But the first two seasons are called Top Boy Summer House, and then Top Boy is – but like they're separated on Netflix. So – Got gotcha. You know, gotcha. They'll be like once you find one. If you go grow down, it'll say Top Boy Collection, and you can go between the two. But it's technically two series. You would mm. want to watch Summer House first, and then, right. then just Top Boy. But yeah, highly recommended. And then um, the only other show I, I would I really want to talk about, and we, we don't have to, um, but Ted Lasso. Oh, <sighs> yeah. So I peaked in the the Ted Lasso talk uh-huh. channel without realizing I hadn't watched the most recent one. And y'all didn't, it was not, I mean, my own fault and, and you, nothing was even given away, but it was like, man, I, I don't want to like, or, or do we want to start talking spoilers on this or? Yeah. We want to leave. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was just like, I didn't want to like Nate, but now I do. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, just from the couple sentences I read, I was like, okay, Nate's going to make up with Ted. In this episode, mm. so this whole episode, I was kind of like expecting it and everything, but it, I mean, they, I still in, enjoyed what they did, but I just I, I was kind of misled going in, you know, <laughs> not misled, but you know, I had a had that, a mis. That's what you get when you read spoilers out of context. Caleb. Shouldn't have been in the spoiler channel. <laughs> I mean, my own fault. But, yeah, this Nate, this Nate stuff, it's just. Uh, yeah. Um, it's like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I want to have somebody who's a villain and the show is refusing to give us a villain. Rupert, Rupert's the only one, but he's not on enough. Yeah. He's not constant. And like Nate was, and I, I mean, I wonder if the point, but well, it, I don't know. He's still got this weird thing with Ted. So until he makes up with Ted, he's not redeemed in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's fundamentally a flawed person Uh, and who on the show isn't right. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to just, but Ted doesn't even care. Yeah, that's the thing. Ted's already forgiven him. I mean, at least yeah. it seems so. And I mean, maybe that's the point. Like he, he, you know, never pet Ted never fought back. So he's eventually just going to apologize, you know, get over whatever weird anger he had towards him for raising him up from, you know, a punching bag to, but, um, what do you think of Jack? Jack. Um, it's, uh, Ted's Keely's Keely's boss that she's now oh, dating. Okay. Yes. This is yeah. This is it. I, I don't like it. Something something's off about it. I don't, and I don't know if they already resolved it, but she was coming on crazy strong. 
Mm-hmm. When she walked in, her whole room was decorated with flowers. And like I thought it she, the way that they just announced it to the office, like she, mm-hmm. she didn't have any kind of discussion with Keely and is like, well, what's your concerns about this? And like just kind of made, you know, it, it kind of made Keely look weak to, to me, you know, like, you know, the rest of the office is judging her, you know, and then have really? to, you know, like, and then have the, have her make the announcement in front of everyone. It, it just, something about it. I mean, I, I hope what's best for, I mean, I want her to get back with Roy. So maybe that's also why, like, I don't, because they, they sort of played up bits of it as far as like a, a corollary to the Rupert relationship where you have the one person who, yeah, Rebecca kind of warned her like that, Mm -hmm, the love bomb stuff. But, uh, Keely and Jack were able to, at least, you know, for one date, it was like, all right, Keely's in charge of this now. Which Um, she, she at least acknowledged it. And I mean, mm -hmm. Jack said all the right things said she would Mm -hmm. back off. So I guess, and we have, we're yet to see if she does, you know, back off. But I, like I said, I I, re- I really wanted her to never break up with Roy, so maybe I'm just doing that. But um, man, I love this show. Yeah, and I think like you, we sometimes forget to watch it, which feels weird. Because yeah, we love this show. We'll watch every episode of it, but. Sometimes you just forget to watch it, and then you have to catch up, and it's like, why can't I just have more? Yeah, well, but, but Caitlin, that's exactly when it ended. She was like, "Wow, I want more," you know. She, <laughs> and I, but um, yeah, it's because it's a show we want to be like laser focused on. Uh, it's not something we can start, you know, too late when she because she has to take medicine to go to sleep and also like, mm-hmm. and it's not something we can do like while we're cooking dinner or while we're waiting for delivery man to get, you know, we, we have to be like tunnel vision on it. Yeah. And, you know, even, um, in the most, was not second to last, I think, um, my wife looked over at me and said, is, is that one of the things that Rebecca's fortune teller told her that she was going to see? Oh, and I was like, I don't remember. It was so, it was like a month ago. I don't remember that list of things. Well, I, I mean, I don't remember it either. I remember that. I mean, the, I know the big thing that she's going to be pregnant, which oh. I was kind of unsure about that. If she, if she was saying she was already pregnant or, but I, I guess she went to the doctor and the doctor said there's no chance. So I guess it's, she will become pregnant at some point, at some point, but yeah. they had the green matchbook and the, the shite mm-hmm. knighting armor, but like, and then she met that guy, which I did not want to like that guy at all. I was like, no guy. Huh? Yeah. Houseboat guy. Yeah. The the what? What did you say? I said I, call, I said the houseboat guy. Houseboat guy. I, I, I interrupted you every time you said houseboat. <laughs> um. Yes, I did not want to like him because I still kind of wanted her to get back with Sam, even though like I know that's probably. Anyways, um, but man, he won me over. He swept me off my feet on that episode. Yeah. He. Again, like no, I, I don't. Hold on. I said that everybody on the show is a flawed human. Houseboat guy? I don't know if, like, what, having an ex-wife? That doesn't make you necessarily, like, maybe he's the only 
perfect, pure character on the show. Well, I mean, she deserves that from all the she's been through with Rupert. I mean, she, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm going to say this and I might get like, I might get roasted for it because it's going to sound like I just want everyone to end up getting with everyone else. But like, <laughs> I've kind of wondered if her and Ted might ever have something because they've kind of leaned on each other and been really good friends. Mm-hmm, Ted's mm-hmm. still like processing his divorce. You can tell. So, but then he's got her friend, I guess. Sassy. Sassy. I forgot about, I, I forget about her. So yeah, I mean, if, if he has, if he's the perfect, if he's the, the, the shite ninety armor, um, I'm okay with it because like, I think Rebecca deserves it. Yeah. But I, I kept waiting for there to be something weird. And, and I mean, you're kind of like, what are you doing? Get off this man's boat. You don't need to, <laughs> you don't know this man. He's not, you know, neither but, of you have cell phones. It's just right. Yeah. You're getting drunk. Uh, in this guy's boat wearing random clothes that he had. And like, you, just... cl- you clearly couldn't even figure out you were in the bike lane. How are you going <laughs> to, how are you going to get someone there to help you? If you could get it, if you could get a phone, red flags everywhere. You jumped in the shower. You could, you, he could have been riding away in the, the, the boat. His house moves. It's, it's mobile. <laughs> Just pick up. Just going down the canal. Driving away with you, kidnapping you. Yeah, uh, the stuff with Sam's dad in the most recent episode was really, mm. really tearing me up. Uh, it was funny that like the dad never asked the name of the restaurant. <laughs> never once, but anyways, it was a sweet moment. Yeah. But yeah, um, all right, so that's it. Uh, Ted Lasso, we'll... we'll We'll do this again next week for the next episode. Yeah, keep yeah, we'll keep Ted Lasso in because it's worth it. I can't see how it's gonna how are they gonna end this? They only have there's only like four more episodes. I, mean, <sighs> I hope they swerve us. Heal, they they go full heel and just come back for a four season. Ooh. You think they I No, I don't think they're gonna do it. But they've been talking about like prequels or spinoffs or something. Give me a Roy Kent spinoff, because mm. the 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 gag with the practice and the string, <laughs> you know, <laughs> God, that one that scene was horrifying. <laughs> and then he just wanted to keep doing it. It it was <laughs> yeah, he was coming up with ways to make it better. It was the one thing that made Roy Kent uh, happy. Yeah, and his his, his crazy little laugh. <laughs> uh, I also had a hearty chuckle when they were switching places, and Coach Beard was the Kit Man, and then they cut to the <laughs> Kit Man, and he's got the tape all over his face with the beard. Ah, uh, yeah the 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 fact that the, he had the the hallucinogenic hallucinogenic tea, but it was a dud. So it was actually the barbecue sauce. It was like the perfect barbecue sauce put him into a a fugue state where he started to think about triangles as the perfect soccer mechanism. I was so happy that Ted drank the tea. Like I was, I was kind of upset with him for chicken and I was like, no man, just do it. Turn the corner. How about Higgins? Just 
telling everyone he was going to the red light district. <laughs> anyone who would listen. Nah. And everybody's just a nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Good. Gonna make the kit man a man. Today. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a man out of him. He's gonna lose his virginity. His his jazz virginity. But well, yeah, I think that I mean that's about it. All right, Caleb. Let's get into this album. Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, We both focused on just sort of the standard, standard 12, is it 12 tracks that we decided on? 12 tracks. Up to Compton. Um, Wikipedia uh, says that the Rolling Stone magazine uh, ranked it as the greatest concept album of all time. Wow. You heard it here first. Or if you read Wikipedia or the Rolling Stone magazine, you also could have heard it. But this, uh, I kept going back to what you were saying before about how uh, Kendrick albums are bangers. But none of the songs are. Okay. Yeah. And I, I just was like, could, could I pick a song out of here that would be like the, the song that you actually play when you're driving down the street, you know, 11 p.m., windows down, stars are out. Not trying to, to cry yourself to sleep. Uh, cause you need to see to drive. Yeah. I, I remember saying that. And, and what I was kind of meaning by that, I wish I would have explained myself better was it's the, the whole album's a banger, but there's not like the one song you can point to. Like this is like yeah, yeah. the single, this is the, this is the clear cut radio. Like this is the, the, you know, the whatever, mm-hmm. it, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, it, and it's hard to pick from this one. Cause there's, there's like six of them that I, if you were just in your scenario, Oh man, I'm about to ride by a group of my boys. I want to be bumping something, you know, <laughs> which is the one song you put on. Yeah. Cause there's like, you know, I mean, there's a good little stretch, uh, this whole, but fine. Tell me the weak link in this. This 12. Weak link. Um, weak link for me, Caleb was the, the sing about me now. Oh, it's two tracks. Yeah. So it sort of uh, gets a little mushy there. The The chorus didn't do it for me. Like the voc- whoever had singing the vocals, that was the part that just sort of took me out of it. But as far as like the actual track, the layout of it, the where it takes place in the story... Uh, 100% necessary and yeah great contribution just that that the, the vocals of it just sort of weren't working for me I, I love the second half when it switches to um dying of thirst mm-hmm. I love that part mm. but yeah the, the 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 front half it's good um but not yeah good not great but I mean not not there's not a whole lot of songs like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna skip every time I 
I put on, you right. know, I'm in, and get to, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the, at the list right now. I don't see like, like you said, that's probably the one and just, and it's, it's a 12 minute song, two songs in one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I mean, I'm, I feel like a good fair bit of that is some like skit, some of yeah. just the story too. So, um, but man, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and okay. So that, that's we're gonna talk about the weak point. I'm gonna go to my high point, and it's money mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. That that's probably if you had if gun to my head song of this album is money trees, and it's mm-hmm. it's. I mean Kendrick is is great in it too, but uh, that J Rock verse. Whew. You're a sucker for J Rock. Yeah, we know this. Yeah. Yeah, I for me. Um, so, Backstreet Freestyle. Yeah. I. It, it's weird because if you don't have the context of what it's trying to be in the story, as far as like, this is Kendrick as a kid in the backseat of his his vehicle. Uh, I think there was not the minivan at this point you know, freestyle and trying to impress his, his friends, trying to talk a big game. Yeah. Talking mad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it feels like that's important context to the song, but at the same time, I don't, yeah, that that's kind of what all of these, <laughs> what all of these style songs are just like, yeah. Trying to impress your friends, uh, with, 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 with what's going on. Yeah. Um, so to talk about the concept album and the story, mm-hmm. did you get a, a, like, did you get it? Yeah. I, I feel like if you didn't, I mean, I mean, I listened to this several times cause of course, you know, journalistic integrity, we're recording a podcast for it. Um, you know, the, it seems pretty cut and dry. Like I think the, his parents parts of the skits really tell you everything. Like if you can't figure it out from the songs, listening to the parents will like tell you exactly what's happening. Okay. Let let me tell you what I think I got. And you tell me if, if I'm, if, if you got the same, okay. So he's kid, there's yeah. a girl he's girls he's been talking to and everything gets with his buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's eventually going to go meet up with that girl. They go and mm-hmm. what, pull a robbery or, or, you know, go off, you know, right around freestyling. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to meet up with the girl. He's actually, it's a setup. He gets, or there's some kids in the neighborhood that, you know, she's not around and they, and they get it's like step two, you know, Hey, you're not from around here. Mm-hmm. And then, Somebody's brother dies. Yeah. I'm assuming uh, one of Kendrick's friends because then they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're talking to the old woman and she's, you know, that's the dying of thirst. And, you know, they, they do a prayer and like this whole time, the mom and dad are calling, where's my car at Kendrick and everything. But that, is, mm-hmm. is that right? Like, was it, it wasn't Kendrick and them that went and shot those guys up. Right. It was, so, cause it kind of seemed like Kendrick and them got beat up and then they went back and shot the block up. And they were, but then it was like, no, I don't think. 
Yeah, either way, I don't think it particularly matters. Sort of the important part was it's kids going around being just idiot kids. Dying of thirst. Yeah. And uh, eventually, yeah, one of them gets shot and dies, and they're they're trying to come to terms with what that means. I guess, um, yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter. It works either way. But the way that I... Uh, was listening to it. It was the like, yeah, they were screwing around. They they went to somebody's house and they stole a bunch of crap from somebody's house. Right? Yeah. They were looking for TVs or Nintendos. Um, and then they're like, "All right, cool. That's that's done. Now we got to make sure that we've got alibis." Um, and so then they you know, we're going to drop Kendrick off at the van. Um, and there's somebody else at the van. And that's sort of when stuff went south. Yeah. And I, I don't think he ever got to the girl. That was my take, is that the girl was step two of the evening. And stuff went south around the, 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 mini, the, the minivan. And yeah, I, th- I thought when, they were, when he was going to meet with her, either mm-hmm. she lived in a side of town where it was a different gang than where mm-hmm. side he lived or it was just a setup all along. Like she was trying to get him, them over there so they could take, you know, get carjacked and whatever. Mm-hmm. I couldn't re- quite figure that out. And then, like I said, I was unsure about if it was Kendrick's crew that, that did the shooting and killed the brother or if it was one of his friends that got killed, you know, but like I said, I guess it doesn't matter. It's still tragic either way. And he's in, you know, so I, I think Kendrick and his friends tagged somebody uh, so shot at and hit somebody in this other group, but then also, yeah, the one person in their group died and, and bled out real quick. Okay. Anyways, um, I, th- I think the the moment in time has passed. I was going to make a joke about dominoes, but oh, yeah. <laughs> that dude wanted his dominoes. He wanted his. Somebody uh, say dominoes. <laughs> Uh, so this was another thing that, uh, reading around early on was somebody made it sound like this was just like actual voicemails or actual, yeah. Answering machine recordings from Kendrick's phone. And I was like, no, there's no way it sounds too good. Um, and upon deeper dive, uh, it's actually, it is Kendrick's parents. Um, but they recorded it in a studio. They recorded their bits in a studio. Yeah. I thought it was his parents, but yeah, actual voicemail calls. That would be crazy. Um, but yeah, I think it was Wikipedia said that they were happy to be involved and to help tell the story and, you know, sort of, especially with that final voicemail about like not letting this define your entire existence, going out and making something making a difference in the world. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you could do it without them. No. And to end with Compton, Dr. Dre mm-hmm. on there and basically, you know, him giving him the torch, the the West coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I've hyped this up, but did this live up? Yeah, definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how deep I want to go into the extended, the, the bonus material, the extended material. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure I've listened before, but I did not mm-hmm. listen to anything besides once, once you told me that, once you told me Compton, I, because the one I was, I had been listening to, it had one bonus and it was just a remix of, uh, mm. don't kill my vibe with Jay-Z. So once you said that, that I could have went and listened to the other ones, but I, I didn't. Yeah. I just don't know how, like as much as I enjoyed this album and like the moment in time that this is capturing, and I'd be interested to hear what sort of bonus material like they come up with. Obviously, there's going to be remixes. Maybe there's going to be some extra stuff. But it's like, this is kind of a a perfect like moment in time and a perfect a number of tracks. And like anything that you do in addition to it just feels like fluff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we were talking about the the perfect number of episodes in a season. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, ten to twelve tracks. I think is a perfect can, mm-hmm. can be a perfect mm-hmm. album. You get to too many more or too many more skits. This this was perfectly done because uh, the skits weren't really like by themselves. So um, you didn't have this. You, you know, you don't have to skip them. But I mean, they're in, in the song, but they weren't overbearing or anything. But yeah, I mean. You get to 15, 18 songs. I mean, there's got to be some stuff where you're you're just not feeling it as much as the others. Yeah, I think my, my other sort of thought around this is that it feels like the album that Kendrick has been building up to. Yeah. Where it's like he's touched on pieces of this and told bits of story that are close to this. And it's the sort of thing where, like, if he had decided that this is it and he's done, yeah, it would have been, it would, it, it would have been incredible. Yeah, this this album is, I think it's up there in importance in hip hop albums as like others as as like Illmatic, which is widely regarded mm-hmm. by Nas. That's widely regarded as like the greatest hip hop album of all time. This one is is definitely significant. It, it's his, it's his. Um, it's his uh, thing. I just had the word, but you know, not swan song, but uh, magnum opus. Like, okay. and, and even though he's had great albums after one, we, we listed a bunch of the accolades that all of his albums have won last, last episode, mm-hmm. but this, this is his magnum opus. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I don't know. Was there anything else to talk about here? No. Listen to this. Album. No. Listen to this. If you, if you haven't, I mean, yeah, if you haven't, uh, go out. Yeah, listen to this album. Um, all right. So what what are we looking at for the next? I believe it's to pimp a butterfly. Hmm. Which this one? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. This one's beloved. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I've sat and said all this stuff about Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. I think you would find just as many people that would say the same stuff about to pimp a butterfly. I know that won him a lot, a lot of acclaim. I've just never felt it. Uh, I've listened to it. It's, it's, it. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's way down there on my list so far. So I'm, I'm interested in, uh, hopefully I can give this a good couple listens and really, I mean, and maybe it'll just click with me this time, but for whatever reason, 
Um, so yeah, uh, 2015. So uh, about two and a half years after Good Kid, Mad City. I believe another concept album. <sighs> could he? Would he try to do that again? <sighs> um, it does seem to have a thematic direction. Yeah, so, it's heavy stuff too. I don't think it's necessarily trying to be a a full concept album, a uh, short film, but does seem like it's uh, leaning on some some heavy themes. Yeah, I think we're we, we only got a few left. What, four four albums, and then there's probably some other stuff we could we could look at. Yeah. There was an unreleased album. I'm I've never listened to that. And then I don't know if we were if we wanted want to do the Black Panther soundtrack. I know he like I don't know if he did every song. I know he was like the executive producer. Mhm. We'll have to we'll have to take that all into consideration. It feels like Good Kid Med City to Pimp a Butterfly. I don't want to say that it's downhill. But, like, because obviously it continued to garner acclaim and awards and whatnot, so good stuff, but... Yeah, well, I think the next one, Damn, I think that's technically, like, mm. critically his best, because, like I said, he he won, like, a Grammy and, like, like a Pulitzer or something for that. <laughs> something that, you know, you don't normally win for your for rap albums. So... Critically, that and then I, I really liked the most recent one, but that could have been recency biased. So we'll see when we get to that. You know, yeah. On this, yeah. Wikipedia um, says "Untitled Unmastered" uh, officially calls it a compilation album. Yeah, that was. I think that's like leftover stuff from "To Pimp a Butterfly" or maybe the next one. But um, yeah, we, we could maybe do that one and the Black Panther soundtrack in one if we wanted to. Okay, yeah. It was a re- released a year after To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, it's like leftovers. Or... So, all right. My dog's having nightmares right over there. <laughs> In case that shows up. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, um, like I said, I'm really, really glad that I didn't overhype it for you, that you weren't in the fog. Um, and I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as, much as I did. Um, yeah. All right, Caleb, let me just click uh, right now, check our mailbox. Check it. And it is empty. Um, Damn. Capital One Shopping wants to give me a $10 bonus. And uh, Spotify Podcasting, I don't know what this is. I'm not going to read it on the air. But uh, if anybody wanted to send us an email um, that we would read on the air, lostlightpod at gmail.com. Tell us the part of this album, Good Kid, Mad City, that we screwed up understanding what happened. Um, Because obviously we got the beginning, we got the end, and I I wasn't going to stoop so low as to read a Reddit article to have somebody explain it to me. What the fun is that? No. But you, dear listener, do explain it to us. Yeah. Copy and paste that Reddit, art, Reddit, Reddit article <laughs> in an email and email it to us. It's the only way it's getting read. 
anyways, Jim, that's, that's all I got. So, all right, Caleb, it has been a pleasure. Yep. Till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one.